With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. After two weeks of backbreaking and heartbreaking work, searchers have now given up hope of finding anyone alive in the rubble of the collapsed condo tower in Florida, the operation shifting from that of a rescue to a recovery mission. A total of 54 bodies have been recovered, 86 people still unaccounted for. Moving through the Carolinas on its way north, Tropical Storm Elsa continues to dump a lot of rain and kicking up gusty winds as well. The storm is blamed for one death after making landfall in Florida when a tree fell on a car in Jacksonville. The Taliban making big gains in Afghanistan as U.S. troops leave the country. Later today, President Biden will talk about the troop withdrawal. American troops have pulled out of their main military base in Afghanistan after 20 years, and their departure has sparked fears of a Taliban takeover. The president has described the U.S. pullout as a rational drawdown with allies. A White House spokeswoman says Mr. Biden will speak about those efforts, as well as ongoing security and humanitarian assistance to the Afghan people and military. Greg Clugston, Washington. Also at SRNNews.com, the continuing spread of COVID-19 prompting Japan's prime minister to declare a state of emergency in Tokyo just two weeks before the Olympics. COVID concerns elsewhere on the world. India has recorded more than 400,000 deaths since the pandemic began as the world marks a total death toll of 4 million, a milestone recorded by Johns Hopkins University. Experts say India's death figure is almost certainly an undercount, although the government denies such suggestions. That's correspondent Charles Deladesma in London. Wall Street Dow futures down 484 points. NASDAQ futures off 219. This is SRN News. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB News. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. Tropical Storm Elsa brought widespread damage to Jacksonville, including causing the death of at least one person when a tree fell on a car in the Ortega area. NWS confirming a tornado struck parts of Southside Jacksonville. It appears the damage path started in the San Jose area and continued to the Phillips Highway area, this man claims to have seen what appeared to be a tornado pass by. We saw all the debris flying in the air, circling in the air. We saw two transformers blow. In San Jose, several trees were reported down, including a large magnolia tree that had stood for 60 years. One neighbor also reported someone's patio furniture ended up in their backyard. Mayor Lenny Curry addressing the city on Wednesday evening. Weather is unpredictable things can happen. It looked calm this morning. It looked calm this afternoon. Our message was try to stay out of the streets, try to be safe, try to be careful. That's Jacksonville.radio news. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Jacksonville's only morning local political talk show, the Ed Dean Radio Show. News, opinion, and your chance to call in with your opinion. Weekday, 6 till 9 a.m. on AM 600 WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Some slow traffic on 95 heading north, right between Butler Boulevard and a bit past Bowden Road. You'll add an extra five minutes and our roads are still wet, so be cautious. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Showers in the morning, thunderstorms in the afternoon, the high today 85, mostly cloudy tonight with more rain, 74 the low. Right now it's 77 degrees. 
Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. Former President Trump announced on Wednesday he's filed a class action lawsuit against big tech giants Twitter, Google, and Facebook. A federal judge denies the CDC's request to keep COVID-19 restrictions on cruises in place in Florida past July 18th. The judge said the federal agency misused its power. And the White House says the two proposed spending plans for infrastructure and the American Families Plan will cost $1.8 trillion over 15 years. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600-831-0600 or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM. W-B-O-B. Coming up on 804, good morning. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson following the morning show. We got our podcast ready to go. Go to the website, WBOB.com. Click on right where it says The Ed Dean Extra. Why? Because I'm a little extra. We all admit that. Yeah. Don't forget to download the radio app. Put it on your smartphones, your iPhones, your Android phones. Anywhere throughout the day, there's no charge. There's no pop-ups in the advertisement. Just go to WBOB.com. The teachers' unions, which supported the shutting down of the schools and then the claim last week that they really supported the reopening of schools that got caught red-handed. Now they say they will double down and support the idea of teaching critical race theory in our public schools but according to the latest poll numbers by fox news 50 percent of you are very unfamiliar with the issue of critical race theories as several state attorney generals are asking the department of education not to fund school districts that would promote this type of curriculum 20 state attorneys general from republican leaning states are telling education secretary miguel cardona taxpayer money should not be used for projects that characterize the united states as irredeemably racist or assign blame and bias to certain groups because of their race. The Department of Education proposal would prioritize grants for schools that, quote, take into account systemic marginalization, biases, inequities, and discriminatory policy and practice in American history. The AGs say it's time for states to start looking at legal options and encourage parents to approach their school boards, which handle curriculums. That is Fox News' Jackie Heinrich. On the issue of big tech, President Trump has now come out with a class, class action lawsuit to go after the big three, Facebook. Twitter and Google. Former President Trump is filing lawsuits against three of the country's biggest tech companies, Facebook, Twitter, and Google. Trump says he's serving as the lead plaintiff in the suit, claiming he has been wrongfully censored by the companies. Trump was suspended from Twitter and Facebook after his followers stormed the Capitol building on January 6th. The company cited concerns that he would incite further violence. Currently, he can no longer post on either platform. Fox News' Rich Dennison. Here was the former president's comments about his lawsuit yesterday. Today... In conjunction with the America First Policy Institute, I'm filing as the lead class representative a major class action lawsuit against the big tech giants, including Facebook, Google, and Twitter, as well as their CEOs. Our case will prove this censorship is unlawful, it's unconstitutional, and it's completely un-American. We are asking the court to impose punitive damages on these social media giants. A judge has knocked down the CDC's request to keep COVID-19 cruise restrictions after July 18th. The judge says that the federal agency misuse of its government power. Here in Dade County, it's one of the highest unemployment rates in the entire state. And it's way higher than the state average and higher 
than even the national average. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says that the restrictions have hurt the cruise industry. And the main reason for that is because the federal government and the CDC has locked down this industry for over a year. When it comes to the issue of a labor shortage, there's actually an increase to offer more incentives. Now some companies are looking to decrease their regulations when it comes to hiring. According to jobs consultant Bill Current, one of those areas they're looking to lessen the regulations because they need workers is to maybe slow down or put on halt drug testing, especially when it comes to new employees and the issue of marijuana. And just drug testing. A lot of employers are con- are concerned that testing specifically for marijuana is preventing them from finding the right employees or finding enough employees. But what impact does testing for marijuana have on our ability to, you know, to fill our ranks? That's the big issue right now. Or companies drop marijuana from their drug test panel or they stop drug testing altogether. We'll probably see an increase in people on the payroll who are mm-hmm. drug users. And with that, we'll see an increase in some of the some of the sort of symptoms of having drug users on your in your workforce, more accidents, uh, yeah. more employee theft, uh, more violence in the workplace, things of, things of that nature. And I think over time, companies that drop drug testing, especially in certain industries, will probably come back to it over the course of time. A story we covered yesterday where an ABC News Washington Post poll finds that President Biden is underwater when it comes to the voters out there of his view of handling crime from the dispatch. Jonah Goldberg says if the president were to break away from the far left in his party, his numbers would actually look better on this issue. Look, I think this is one of the lowest hanging fruits that could be possibly in front of, of Joe Biden. He actually has a record about putting more cops on the street, going back to the crime bill. The rank and file Democratic voters are way to the right of the sort of blue checkmark Twitter crowd that seems to drive the messaging and all of this stuff. And the DC media elite, he, the average Democratic voter cares a lot about crime. He could very easily send a signal breaking with the people who have a stranglehold on the messaging of the Democratic Party by actually taking a popular position and taking crime and border security serious. The president is out here this week but pronouncing and wants to continue to promote his $1.8 trillion spending plan, not on infrastructure, but on top of infrastructure, the American Jobs Plan, which would expand school meals, summer EBT programs, create extending the tax credit increase for families. But according to economist Stanford University, John Cochran says, sooner or later, you've got to address the issue of borrowing or to pay off the debt. And nobody is looking at figuring out how to do both. The debt itself is not per se a problem. We did have this much debt at the end of World War II. The real worrisome thing to me is that it's it's ongoing. There's no plan to stop immense borrowing and no plan to pay off this debt. I think the overhang of uh, what happens when the bill comes due uh, is, a, is a problem. So that, that's why politicians can afford not to pay attention to it. It's uh, can you kick down the road and uh, let, the next, uh, let the next people worry about the crisis when it comes. Coming up next, we'll talk more about the lawsuit President Trump's got against the big three. Also, the border debate out there, that according to Laura Logan, host of Fox News Nation, an issue that should be talked about, though, which is not being talked about, jobs versus crime. We'll get to all of this coming up next. Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? 
We're still dealing with some of that slow traffic on 95 heading north, a bit past Bowden Road and Butler Boulevard. You're going to add about six extra minutes, and if there's anything you see, just give us a call. 901-SAFE. 901-SAFE. Showers in the morning, thunderstorms in the afternoon, the high today 85, mostly cloudy tonight with more rain, 74 the low. Right now it's 77 degrees. I can give you a brand new kitchen in days, not weeks, not months. Hi, I'm Jeff Martin from Martin Appliance and Greystone Kitchens with my secret formula for your new kitchen. Quick and easy and economical. 90% of new cabinets today are painted, modern colors, crisp and clean. 90% of new countertops are granite or quartz, impeccably stylish, incredibly functional. Our secret? We swap your counters and refinish your cabinets to the color of your choice at a fraction of the cost. None of the hassle and done in days. Call Greystone Kitchens at 213-9100 for your secret solution. Come see us on Phillips Highway across from Regal Cinema. That's Greystone Kitchens and Martin Appliance. New kitchen, new appliances. And if you want new cabinets, I can do that too. I'm a licensed contractor for crying out loud. Florida State License, CGC 1526479. What you see is what you get. Martin Appliance Family. Florida Cypress Wood Products in Jacksonville manufactures and distributes quality cypress lumber, timber, and pecky cypress throughout the world. Florida Cypress Wood Products is open to the public. Let them transform your plans into exceptional results. See what they can do at floridacypress.com. Every Saturday from 8 to 1, come by for the Scrap Cypress Lumber Sale. Different items each week marked way down. Florida Cypress Wood Products, 1226 Wakemore Street, Jacksonville, and at floridacypress.com. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. There's so many different ways to give back to rescue dogs and military heroes, donating your time, your talent, and your treasure. Canines for Warriors does their very best to help you be a part of their important mission that focuses on saving lives, both furry and human. Help stop 20 veteran suicides that occur every single day. Donate at Canines for Warriors. This year marks the 64th anniversary of Boger Shoes on Park Street here in Jacksonville. In order for family business to celebrate 64 years, they must be doing something right. And that something is good old-fashioned customer service. For 64 years, Boger Shoes has provided orthopedic and diabetic shoes for thousands of customers throughout Northeast Florida. During the month of July, Boger's is offering a free pair of second wind socks with your purchase of a pair of Fresh Foam More V3 shoes from New Balance. Some of the best walking or running shoes available today. Some restrictions apply. The Fresh Foam More V3 features a Fresh Foam midsole for top-notch comfort and a surprisingly lightweight package. Whether you like to get in a daily run or just want your feet to look and feel great, you'll love the Fresh Foam More V3 from New Balance. So stop by 1014 Park Street in Five Points. Boger Shoes, the answer for hurting feet. Financial issues with Dan Celia at 9 this morning. Now, back to the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. The Hill.com reports the popularity of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis may put him at odds with Trump supporters if the governor is seen as the party's new leader going into 2024. 
With the current labor shortage, some companies are shifting away from drug testing in order to find workers. And with National Teachers Union support for teaching of critical race theory in the classroom, recent polls show that most Americans are unfamiliar with the issue. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600-831-0600 or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM WBOB. The First Amendment is about the ability of government to censor. Um, he's arguing that these private companies have so much power and have so much power given to them by Congress that they're essentially state actors, that they're, they're essentially government entities and should be held to the same standard. You know, these technology platforms may have had pressure put on them by Democrats in Congress to remove Trump. That doesn't make these platforms a branch of the U.S. government, as Trump claims. This court claim is really a non-starter. Trump also is asking judges who will hear these cases to invalidate a law known as Section 230. It has withstood a lot of legal challenges in a lot of different contexts. So precedent is not on Trump's side here at all. What it comes down to is these are private companies. And so they have their own free speech rights. And if they want to suppress speech that they think is harmful or hateful, they have that right. They are not the government. It's a borderline frivolous argument. That is uh, Reuters News legal reporter Jan Wolf, uh, 817, Ed Dean Roger Henderson, attorney Ron Davis in the studio is with us. Got precedent. A uh, couple of federal judges uh, struck down Governor Ron DeSantis's bill. Basically didn't agree with anything of the, the governor's bill. Said it was pretty much almost a violation of, of uh, free speech out there. Private versus government. Who's right? Who's wrong on this issue? Does the president really? I want to see, see where this goes. I'm curious. Well, the one thing we know is he has standing. So he's got, he's got, you know, that's been the biggest hurdle to a yeah. lot of recent cases he that we've seen. He was deplatformed, so he's got standing. And he's doing as a class action on, be, uh, on behalf of other people that have, have, have been Facebook jail right. or whatever. Right. Um, he's attacking it exactly the right way um, in terms of attacking the statute. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the argument that they're a state actor. Um, I mean, they're, they're <laughs> propaganda. But I wouldn't say that they're a state actor. So I, I think that part of it's incorrect. But, you know, Ed, you and I have gone back and forth on this. They are not the media. And you've always kind of taken this position that, well, you know, it's wrong to attack them. You know, you what would Republicans like if they attack the media? It's, it's two different animals. Um, the media can be sued if they publish clearly libelous material that, that facebook's is, being sued right now right. and and but, but facebook got protection section because, 230 because they said we are not we are doing a platform for anybody can basically say this as long as they're not advocating for the death of somebody or to severely hurt people you know that's that's the parameters under which they operate they're not doing that they're they're arbitrarily doing this i mean i i got this thing it was i got something from facebook yesterday telling me that i might my, my exposure is going to may be limited because of a post a month ago that I talked about, you know, someone who just had a, a list of epidemics every year and how the media overreacted. But the post I got was your, your, your post is flagged because it doesn't happen every election year. And I'm like, that has nothing to do with the post. 
but it's a month after the fact, and it's mm-hmm. the first time I've ever received so, anything. So uh, here's my question: What do you sue over? How have you been harmed? Well, I have not because I wasn't I right. wasn't banned and I haven't done that. But the the question you have in your mind is who are you targeting? I've yet to see, and, I, and maybe it's because I don't travel in the, le- the 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 liberal circles. I've yet to see a liberal fact post or check you know where where you know a warning on a liberal post that's clearly factually hmm. incorrect. Um, so that that's kind of where Trump is going with this. Is you've now you're using the liability that the government gave you to hide behind, but you're not operating under the parameters that gave you that liability in the first place. And I think whether he's going to be successful or not, who knows? Um, I think he's going to probably have mixed reactions in some of the the, the, the lower courts, uh, especially in federal court, you know, because he's going to have appointed some of the people and, um, you know, some of the judges may even recuse themselves. <laughs> so I think you're going to have mixed results. I think ultimately this is a case that could end up in a Supreme Court. But, but at the end of the day, um, you know, the, the liberal media is, is reporting this as kind of like you heard a non-starter when, in fact, it, it actually it's being attacked from exactly the way it needs to be attacked. How it ends, I don't know. I mean, you've got judges knocking down DeSantis's bill. I don't see this going any further. And, and, and by the way, DeSantis, I would have thought, who I'm a big fan of, his had a little bit of more teeth compared to whatever this suit may be. You know, about, hey, whether or not uh, elected official, yeah. politician. Here's, here's the bottom but line. But DeSantis has not run its course I, yet. I, I, I get that. Having said this, we're not, you're not paying for a service on Facebook. If you were paying for a service for a contract, I, we have said this many times. You got a lot of legal standing out there. I'm I'm just surprised we're not talking more about a privacy out there. How how they infiltrate that? To me, Roger, I think that would be a much more interesting type of a lawsuit. Yeah, but how do we complain about privacy when we put all of our private information out there voluntarily? It's not like they require us to give mm. us their private information. We do this on a daily basis. I mean, some of what happens though with the data mining that I understand that Facebook Messenger does, they're watching what you're searching for on Google, which has nothing to do with Facebook Messenger, which you agree to the terms of services. Everything you do on your iPhone, <coughs> they I've basically create a file for you and uh, and then sell that to third party advertisers to find out the things that you're interested in, medical needs you may have, and next thing you know, you start getting spam on all those areas because they've been watching <coughs> things you've done outside of the right. post that you're making but we all know this i mean none, none of this is the shock you know i mean yeah. we we knew this the first time when obama used it to get elected mm-hmm. and the media thought how, how clever is he and then when trump did it mm-hmm. oh my god how, how how sinister and evil is he but we've known it happens here's a clip from fox nation laura logan i'm a big fan of hers fox nation host on the issue of the border listen to this clip she says Unfortunately, many of us are following the issue of, hey, we need more workers in this country. We need to get this. She goes, I get all of that. But she goes, that's kind of a it's kind of a of a boogeyman issue. She says the real issue that should be talked about immigration is about all of the criminals that are coming into this country. Because what has happened politically is that we've been forced into a conversation that defines the border only in terms of immigration. And the political trap that's been set for all of us is to argue about whether or not people coming over the border are looking for a better life, are good people, hardworking, they want to do the jobs Americans don't want to do, and blah, 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 right? And it's undeniable that that is a part of this issue. But what that 
has been used to do is stifle any kind of conversation about national security and about the criminal threat. And what you have now is more and more and more people asking the question every single day, how and why does it benefit the Biden administration to open the border and facilitate entry into this country for some of the most violent criminals on earth? I think she's dead on. You saw the story this week where several uh, sheriffs out of Texas and immigration customs and, 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 and enforcement border patrol agents just are like dude we're going to sue the president because we're trying to do our jobs he won't let us do our jobs that's going to be interesting to see where that goes on some of the areas i've always sat back and said this is for years covering the story there is an issue as you know we always talk about identity theft during the holidays but yet your local police department will say it runs rampant among the elderly community year round to me this is a big issue that many of us don't talk about is the criminal aspect these individuals have to get id so they have to fake it so security cards fake state run medicare cards whatever and yet this is identity theft we've talked about it this is one of the areas that's not really reported on the issue of the border and illegal immigration you know and it's it will, but it is i mean you know you you know the the and i'm trying to remember what her name was the young lady that was killed out there in uh, California right. a few years ago by the illegal immigrant shot her with the yeah. shotgun. It happens <clears throat> all the time. I mean, I see this in criminal cases. I mean, you go into you know any criminal court and you're going to see a certain percentage of, of the, the defendants in any given day um, needing interpreters <laughs> that are there, right. you know, that are, that are facing deportation are going to be. Um, Baker County's got a, a facility out there that, that, that houses uh, a lot of the ICE uh, detainees. So, you know, it, it's... But, but the problem is, Ed, is when you want to talk about it, it's immediately flipped around by the media as a race issue, right? I mean, when Trump tried to talk well, about it, know, his yeah. comments were misconstrued as, oh, he's racist, he's calling all Mexicans this and that. You know, they want to focus on the issues that do it. I mean, at the end of the day, why the, the question of why they do it. All right, I've got to take a quick break. All right. More coming up next. Uh, Fox News poll says about 50, the majority of Americans are very have no clue what critical race theory is. But yet, is this going to be a big and or the biggest issue of the 2022 midterms? That's going to be debatable. We'll talk about that coming up next. 825 Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Not much has changed, but our roads are still wet, and we are still dealing with that stop-and-go traffic on 95 headed north, right between Butler Boulevard and a bit past Bowden Road. You'll add about four extra minutes, and if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Showers in the morning, thunderstorms in the afternoon, the high today 85, mostly cloudy tonight with more rain, 74 the low. Right now, it's 77 degrees. A plumbing problem is an immediate problem. You can't wait around for a convenient time for a plumber to stop by. Roland Reich Plumbing is Jacksonville's award-winning, get-it-done-right-away plumber. Call as soon as you see a problem. Call 904-260-7059. Whether the problem is large or small, routine or a middle-of-the-night emergency, Roland Reich Plumbing is standing by to get it done right, on time, and at the right price. Call 904-260-7059. Your friends and neighbors have relied on Roland Reich Plumbing for years. Roland's motto is, have a leak? No need to wait a week. Call Roland Reich Plumbing at 904-260-7059. Check them at plumbingjacksonville.com. Make Roland Reich Plumbing your plumber. Gives you peace of mind knowing somebody's standing by ready to help you 24-7. Roland Reich Plumbing, 904-260-7059. 
Coming up today on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, we have the fight over CRT continuing now with a major teachers union saying they want CRT, plus more results from the New York City mayor's election. What does this mean for defund the police? And Clay, what have you got? Well, we're going to continue to point out idiocy and be the most reasonable humans on the planet. It'll be the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Don't miss it. WBOB. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600, and 101.1 FM, WBOB. So the American Federation of Teachers Unions are hardcore. I mean, they're more pumped up about teaching critical race theory than they are about reopening up the schools. Go figure that. Mm. They are doubling down on it, saying, well, we're going to sue. We get a legal defense fund if you get rid of a teacher that teaches this. Here's the thing. Fox News poll came out last week. 50% have no clue what critical race theory is. Half of it, they kind of know what's going on. Um, I don't like the critical race theory. I just think that some of my conservative friends... It's kind of like the race issue on the left. They think it's, it resonates with everybody. I don't think it does. The critical race theory compared to, hey, wait a second, are my are they going to rechange reopening schools? They're still are they going to encourage vaccinations for my kids wearing a mask? Or I force them or or am my kid going to have to take remedial courses? I got news for you that totally outdoes critical race theory. I'm just telling you, and the polls show it right here. Yeah, but but the the teachers unions don't care. Does it they, matter? They have the agen- but okay. They're able to get away with what they've been able to get away with because no one's challenging these school boards. Yeah, but to those that are running for education, if your issue is critical race theory, you might as well just check out right now. That is not the top issue with, I with parents. I hope you're right. What ain't happening in Florida, numbers would have shown differently. It's a big issue among conservatives. I get it. I don't like it as well. I just think that sometimes we prop up an issue, which is not the main issue, but we're trying to make it the main issue. Mm. I'm just telling you, parents, hey, you going to force my kids to get vaccine versus critical race theory? The kid's health comes first. I'm just... Temporarily, that's the story right now. More coming up next. Talk Radio WBOB. SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. After two weeks, searchers have given up hope of finding anyone alive in the rubble of the collapsed condo tower in Florida, the operation shifting from a rescue to a recovery mission. Moving through the Carolinas on its way north to New England, Tropical Storm Elsa continuing to dump a lot of rain and kicking up gusty winds. The storm blamed for one death after making landfall yesterday in Florida. The Taliban has been making big gains in Afghanistan as U.S. troops pull out of the country. Later today, President Biden will discuss the troop withdrawal. The continuing spread of COVID-19 has prompted Japan's prime minister to declare a state of emergency in Tokyo. This just two weeks before the scheduled start of the Olympics. On Wall Street, Dow features down 463 points. NASDAQ features off 214. More details at srnnews.com. 
News on WBOB, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. Tropical Storm Elsa bringing multiple injuries to the Kings Bay RV Park after a tornado touchdown, reportedly. There is also a fatality due to the storm. Two uh, vehicles, one was a Dodge Challenger and the other was a Toyota Highlander, were traveling northbound on Roosevelt Boulevard. A large tree branch broke in the wind and in the storm and came down and struck both vehicles. Minor damage to the Highlander, no injuries to the driver. The Challenger had its roof ripped off. Uh, the driver was struck in the head by the branch, and uh, he, he, was, he was killed instantly. That summary from Jacksonville Fire and Rescue in the Ortega area. A confirmed EF0 tornado damaged a home in Columbia County on Wednesday morning. It's believed the tornado touched down in Duval County, and a great amount of damage was observed in the area near I-95 and University Boulevard. Elsa making landfall Wednesday morning about 135 miles southwest of Jacksonville. That's Jacksonville.radio News. Transmission problems? Call Action Transmission Specialists on Merrill Road, where you get the work done right the first time by the experts. I'm Robin Sidbury, the owner. Our techs can service all makes and models, and we provide a nationwide warranty so you have the peace of mind knowing we solve your transmission troubles fairly and honestly and guaranteed nationwide. Call us at Action Transmission Specialists on Merrill Road, where quality counts. Get traction. Call Action at 744-0755. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Not much has changed, but our roads are still wet, and we are still dealing with that stop-and-go traffic on 95 headed north, right between Butler Boulevard and a bit past Bowden Road. You'll add about four extra minutes, and if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Showers in the morning, thunderstorms in the afternoon, the high today 85, mostly cloudy tonight with more rain, 74 the low. Right now it's 77 degrees. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. A federal judge denies the CDC's request to keep COVID-19 restrictions on cruises in place in Florida past July the 18th. The judge said the federal agency misused its power. The White House says the two proposed spending plans for infrastructure and the American Families Plan will cost $1.8 trillion over 15 years. And former President Trump announced on Wednesday he has filed a class action lawsuit against big tech giants Twitter, Google, and Facebook. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600-831. 0600 or email ed at wbob.com am 600 and 101.1 fm wbob hi ed dean roger henderson attorney ron davis in the studios with this um marijuana companies well not marijuana companies but companies that want to bring on more employees because of the labor shortage is now looking at maybe well maybe we need to soften our approach uh, when it comes to the issue of our drug testing requirements Jobs consultant Bill Current, who consults with these companies, excuse me, to do all the drug testing, says that many of these companies are moving away from it currently to find workers. And just drug testing. A lot of employers are are concerned that testing specifically for marijuana is preventing them from finding the right employees or finding enough employees. But what impact does testing for marijuana have on our ability to, you know, to fill our ranks? That's the big issue right now. More companies drop marijuana from their drug test panel or they stop drug testing altogether, we'll probably see an increase in people on the payroll who are Mm -hmm. drug users 
And with that, we'll see an increase in some of the some of the sort of symptoms of having drug users on your in your workforce, more accidents, uh, yeah. more employee theft, uh, more violence in the workplace, things of, things of that nature. And I think over time, companies that drop drug testing, especially in certain industries, will probably come back to it over the course of time. You know, here's the thing. So if Raj and I were asking this question, I, I mean, are you going to drop them or keep them around for Let's say even you work at Lowe's, mm-hmm. Home Depot, you know, the machinery. I don't know if they're going to drop them for that. Having said this, does that mean that they got to buy a bigger policy if something goes south? Otherwise, they're going to get sued. So where do you see this whole drug testing thing going? Well, I think what you're going to start to see is you're going to start to see a little more specific testing that is probably more um, appropriate for the type of job. Three hour, four hour, you know, okay. you know if you're going to you're going to start to see some development on <clears throat> that along. Mm-hmm. Where they're going to more recent, um, you know how how soon, you know, or how pro, you know how how earlier to, to coming to work did you do this or did you do it while you were on work? Certain industries, trucking industry and things mm-hmm. like that. I, I mean, I don't think you're ever going to see a relaxation of that. Okay. I mean, it, you just cannot be impaired. Um, you know, so I think that's where this is going to go. I, I think right now the the problem is you can't find enough. Mm-hmm. So I can see the valid issue as the unemployment rate drops and we have more people employed i think it's going to be easier to find those people that that, that fit what you want them to um but you know a lot of the marijuana smokers or the, you know the people on this they, they don't get the concept that doesn't mean you can now drive around mm-hmm. and smoke marijuana i mean you're still <laughs> it's still right. an impairment that's because they're high they don't problem. know the difference right <laughs> um you know and, and, and you, oh i'm going to smoke on the way into work or i'm mm-hmm. going to take a break and just like a cigarette smokers um, you know, you still have a job. You got to be clear thinking, and and so you're right, Ed. It, mm-hmm. it does open the door to potential liability if the employers drop it completely. You know how how do you how do you police that? I don't know that you could. You know how much? Imagine how much you'd be paying for a commercial policy if you eliminated the drug testing requirement. Exactly. I mean, you know, what are they going to test? You know, I mean, then what you're going to start see is you're going to start see insurance companies have riders attached saying if this happens as a result of drugs or, you know, just same as with alcohol, you know, then no, we're not going to cover this. Yeah. So, you know, the insurance industry is going to protect themselves from that. The employers are going to have the problem. So I think that's where this niche, this new niche industry is going to come in and test kind of a spot test. How, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, have you smoked in the last two hours? Boom. Yeah, I am opposed to all recreational drugs. I think that they are harm to society, but I don't put, you know, LSD, heroin, and methamphetamines and, and opioids in the same category as marijuana. Now, if the job requires that you have full, you know, control of your faculties, like driving a big rear truck, then obviously any and every drug needs to be looked at, including alcohol. Uh, but if you're just picking up trash on the side of the road, maybe if those employers you know, who are, who are, you know, hiring for that specific job, you know, or, you know, groundskeeping or whatever, maybe they can relax some of their rules because it's not as critical to public safety. Here was uh, President Trump uh, yesterday was, uh, had a Newsmax reporter. All of you that love Newsmax until you found out that they weren't going along with the Dominion. Uh, or they had to go along with Dominion, I guess you should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, President Trump told the network uh, when he brought the the situation of election fraud. He says to the Newsmax reporter, you I guess your network isn't covering it enough. So he goes, you'll probably edit out this section right here. Uh, I think the election was seriously rigged and stolen, and it's a shame. And a lot of people are looking at that subject. I know your network doesn't cover it too much. 
you may cut this little segment out and that's okay. <laughs> We're not going to cut anything out. We promise yeah, you okay. that. Okay, but that's okay if you yeah. do, you know, because people consider it to be a little bit controversial. Wait, wait, why is it okay for Newsmax to cut it out but not Facebook? <laughs> tell, tell the truth. Yeah, no, <laughs> tell the truth. Uh, yeah. Go after Pence. I think it's the single biggest issue for Republicans today, mm -hmm. and nobody likes to talk about it because they've been, they get banned from Facebook and Twitter and other things. But Here's another story that uh, the Hill.com has got out this week. They says that with the popularity of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, that uh, it may it, it may anger some of the uh, Trump conservatives that they view DeSantis. Uh, as the party leader going into 2024, if DeSantis decides to run for president. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's meteoric rise in Republican politics is putting him on track for a possible clash with former President Trump, who is dangling the prospect of a third White House campaign. DeSantis's popularity among the GOP faithful has mushroomed over his handling of the coronavirus, and he's found himself at the center of several news cycles including over his signing of a controversial voting restriction bill and the collapse of a South Florida condominium building. The support and attention combined with his re-election fight next are fueling speculation that DeSantis is gearing up for a 2024 run. But Trump remains wildly popular among Republican voters, and any move seen as trying to oust him from his role as the party leader risks backlash among his followers and the former president himself. Why do all these reporters sound like my professor? Just kind of the monotone. Anyway, I think uh, DeSantis beat him, beat Trump at a recent poll. Um, and I, I got to tell you something. It was a straw poll. It was a straw poll, yeah. You know, but having said this, I think it's the wave of DeSantis, Christine Nome. Those are two of my favorites. I don't, I, I, I'm like Roger. I'm not convinced Trump's going to run in 2024. He says he's already based on the decision. I don't. I think it's a ridiculous lawsuit they got against Trump Organization in New York. We talked about that last week. It was just, it, it was like, really? We're gonna, the worst that this, this CFO is going to get is a year in jail, which many companies do that may not have accurately reported it. I don't know. But if this is the best they got after we were told, we're going to arrest Trump. We're going to arrest the kids. I'm not impressed. I just think that it's going to be continuous lawsuits, and I don't. Th I think the brand's going to be damaged out there. And uh, I think one of the other reasons why Ivanka, and by the way, I, I like Ivanka. I wouldn't support her against Rubio. I would support Rubio any day of the week. And I love Laura Trump. I think Laura, we've interviewed her. She's the bomb. Um, but having said this, I think one of the reasons why she didn't run in North Carolina, Ivanka didn't run in Florida, because if they lose, it just makes the overall brand look like, hey, maybe he may not be able to win in 2024. Yeah, you know, and, and I, the media has really been pushing this, trying to create a a Trump-DeSantis, you know, <coughs> schism or schasm, whatever the word is, huh. you know, rift that doesn't exist at this point. Yeah, I you know, exactly. made a big deal about Trump talking, not talking about DeSantis last week. Um, you know, DeSantis is a smart guy. Um, he owes a lot of where he's at today because of Trump's support. I would agree with I you. I don't yeah. see... I think DeSantis is going to sit back and, and make the determination or wait for Trump to make the determination as to what he's going to do before DeSantis decides what, what he's going to do. Um, at least that's the way I, you know, just my understanding of how mm -hmm. DeSantis is where he's at. and I think, DeSantis, I think DeSantis could take him. I think DeSantis could take Trump at a primary. I think as much as people like it, I think what's going to happen is... I don't think you will, though. It would fracture. Yeah. I, think, I think it would really fracture mm -hmm. the party. I really do. Yeah. And and be frank with you, you know, DeSantis has time on his side. I mean, yeah. he doesn't have to run in twenty twenty four to still have yeah, a but successful. What's his, yeah, yeah, but Trump ain't gonna win re-election. I mean, as bad as Biden is, 
And Kamala sure as heck ain't going to win anything. Yeah, but 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 DeSantis's career would be over if he ran against Trump and they became hostile toward one another. You know, you say that, Ed, but going into this, but for COVID, would Trump have won? Yeah, I mean, you're, oh, I think so. You're yeah. Saying, yeah. So to say he can't win is a lot know, has happened if, since if COVID. The, though, if the that economy, I think if the econ- if, if Biden continues to stumble his way through the presidency mm-hmm. and the economy doesn't pick up or or at least get to at least half of what it was doing under Trump, Trump could come back in on the issue of crime, and he could come back in on the issue of, it doesn't matter. of They're the gonna, economy. That's unfortunate. The media's going to replay I just January think, the 6th and COVID yeah. deaths. It's just, I'm just telling you. I think good. you're right about the brand issue. I think he's more worried about the brand issue now having lost. Does he want to lose twice? Yeah. So I think I think DeSantis. I think I think it's going to get really different here. I think people are going to sit back and let me just give you I'll give you an example. As much as I'm not a big Romney guy, I think Romney would have been a decent president compared to what we had with Obama. I agree, big time. Having said this, um, I think unfortunately they looked at it and go maybe Romney's our best chance. Romney probably was the Republicans' best chance in 2012. Obama just. Many people realize that it's all ground game. Obama never left Ohio, never left Florida, actually did better the second time around uh, in some of these states. Um, and I just I think that it's out there. But having said that, I think Republicans are going to sit back like they did with Biden. Man, we played the clips till we were blue in the face. Liberals being interviewed on MSNBC and CNN. Uh, voters, man, Bernie's my guy. Let's but. Oh, Biden, but you know what? I want to beat Trump so bad. They realize how big of a threat with Trump was. I think the same attitude. DeSantis is not a liberal at all. I think the attitude's got to be, and we've covered this for years, hey, I love Trump, but I want to win this time around because I sure as heck don't want Biden. I sure as heck don't want Kamala. I think they're going to go with somebody else. And I think I think, I think, think DeSantis is the guy. Well, you know, and, and you brought up a couple weeks ago, there's still a lot of Republicans out there that seem to think Trump is going to be reinstated in August. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I think if he's not, I think a lot of that Trump <clears throat> adulation is going to start to drop, you know, in, in terms of that. Because, you know, they're being told constantly by, by, by the far right stuff. That, you know, I, I just think at the end it's of the, the day. It's the QAnon crowd. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think <laughs> if the criminal issues are over, because we talked about this, if, if Trump was led away in handcuffs. That's a visual image you're just never going to get over. Right. Um, but if this is the best that you've that the, the prosecutors have, you know it's going to. But you know how's this going to play out in the next year? But with the sad thing about it is, not everybody was in on it, and I think there's such a, uh, I mean, there's such an inconsistency of those that committed crimes and murder on federal property of all of last year who pretty much got a slap on the hand by the Department of Justice. Now you got the same Biden Department of Justice is now going after 500 people. Some of them very minor of of, uh, of trespassing. I get it. But yet, this whole thing with the media is like all of this was part of a, quote, insurrection. They're all terrorists, which I don't buy into that. To January 16th. Oh, the media now get coordinated at their own day. They're calling it Insurrection yeah. Day. It was bad every as January 6th, there's going to be a remembrance. As bad as it was on January the 6th, Roger and I still get people that make mm-hmm. excuses out there. There are no excuses for this. What I'm saying is this, to me, is such a bad image. People, I mean, the media is not going to let this go. Mm-hmm. And now you see them already going after DeSantis. I got news for you, man. I, I, think, I think the attitude is... DeSantis, he's got a great record. He's got a great record on COVID. Tr- move things up much quicker and some of that, and uh, let's see where some of this goes. So He's you know. definitely proven he's a leader. Yeah. He's an effective And by leader. the way, let me, mm-hmm. I'll tell you another thing that's going to propel DeSantis is I don't think Nikki Freed, who just comes across mean all the time, mm-hmm. Charlie Crist, Charlie, I do not agree with his positions, but he's much more pleasant 
to at least have on the air. I've had them on several times. Having said that, I think the Dems are so pumped up. Like the, like the like the Dems, excuse me, the Republicans are so pumped up like they were like the Dems were against Trump literally right after he got inaugurated. They're looking for somebody to go after. And let me tell you something. If Ron DeSantis wins significantly in the state of Florida, that is a major. There we go. There's a green light. People sit back and go. The guy just didn't barely won. He won pretty good mm-hmm. green light for him to run for the White House. I think that's what's going to happen based on numbers. You know, so. All right. Eight forty seven. More coming up next. Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Stop and go traffic still on 95. Heading north, a little past Butler Boulevard and a bit past Bowden Road. It's from an earlier accident that has that left lane blocked, so you'll add about seven or eight extra minutes. And if there's anything you see, just give us a call. 901-SAFE. Showers in the morning, thunderstorms in the afternoon, the high today 85, mostly cloudy tonight with more rain, 74 the low. Right now it's 77 degrees. Florida's economy depends on restoring America's Everglades. Everglades restoration will not only improve our environment, it will create 65,000 new infrastructure jobs and support hundreds of thousands of jobs tied to the real estate, recreation, and tourism industries. Let's invest in our future. Restore America's Everglades. Create jobs. Learn more at evergladesfoundation.org. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. Maybe you've been in the military for 20 some odd years and you never fired your weapon, but you've seen things and you've you've heard things and you've witnessed terrible things that have happened to not only your friends but citizens that builds up and then i got sent home for medical treatment they told me straight up hey you got problems canines for warriors pair specially trained service dogs with vets in need and we're asking pointed questions because we're trying to pair them with a good match for them a good dog and so we kind of have guided conversations what the warrior requires and how we can best suit that with our dogs your generosity will go right to work to help pair a struggling warrior with a shelter dog trained to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder traumatic brain injury and or military sexual trauma give your best gift today by going to caninesforwarriors.org are you having difficulty paying your irs personal or business taxes due to COVID 19 If you owe a tax debt, there has never been a better time than now to get a resolution. The IRS has rolled out historic tax debt removal guidelines under their Taxpayer Relief Initiative. This COVID-19 program provides opportunities to remove or lessen your tax burden that weren't previously available. The tax attorneys at J. David Tax Law are right here in Jacksonville and are experts at negotiating with the IRS. At J. David Tax Law, only highly experienced tax attorneys will represent you. Never trust your tax situation to anyone that's not local to you. We've helped thousands of Floridians to overcome IRS and sales tax debt. Let us help you. Call J. David Tax Law today for a no-cost consultation at 904-507-4777. That's 904-507-4777. Or go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. WBOB is talk radio for Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. With the National Teachers Union support for teaching critical race theory in the classroom, recent polls show most Americans are unfamiliar with the issue. 
TheHill.com reports the popularity of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis may put him at odds with Trump supporters if the governor is seen as the party's new leader going into 2024. And with the new labor shortage, some companies are shifting away from drug testing in order to find workers. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. An economist and a psychologist at North Dakota State University have studied the attitudes of 1,000 college students from a poll of 400,000. They found fewer than half believe their college education has played an important role in preparing them to solve the problems they believe are most important for the nation. The Washington Times reports the two men, John Bitson and Clay Rutledge, also found there is not much pride in the United States among these students. The majority who identified as liberal are not proud to be Americans. 73% of students who identify as conservatives say they are proud to be Americans. It figures, though, given the liberal and often anti-American attitudes of many professors. More than half of those surveyed don't believe they can make a difference in the world. Oddly enough, students who identify as conservative are more pessimistic about their time in college and optimistic about their lives after. For liberal students, the reverse is true. It's a fascinating survey, and it raises a question many are asking. Is a college education worth the money? I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. To bypass the CNNs and the MSNBCs. To bypass the New York Times and the Washington Post, ABC and NBC and CBS. There's some fellow conservatives out there who are very troubled by this. They haven't even acknowledged what just took place. It's okay. They'll learn to understand. It's not about personality. It's about liberty. That's our watchword, liberty. And I'm very excited about this. Mark Levin on Talk Radio, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600-831-0600 or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM WBOB. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, Attorney Ron Davis. Here's the story I really like. Another judge has denied the CDC. Actually, there's a lawsuit that Florida is having against the CDC. A judge now has come out and denied the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's request to keep the COVID-19 cruise restrictions in place after 
January the uh, January the 18th uh, of this month. The yeah. Um The other bottom line here, this is what uh, this was some of the lawsuits. And so today, I'm happy to announce that on behalf of the tens of thousands of Floridians whose livelihood depends on the viability of an open cruise industry, today Florida's fighting back. So that was one of the other ones. Now this judge has said that the uh, deny the CDC's again the request to keep the restrictions in place past January the 18th. They said, quote, the judge says that the CDC had an unwarranted and unprecedented exercise of governmental power. They misused its uh, its authority. I, listen, I got to think, wait a second. If they misused it with the cruise lines, where else can there be another lawsuit take place where they misuse its authority? This, is to me, is a real interesting story. Except that pretty much everything else is open. The cruise line was effectively being shut down by the CDC, I think, probably because of maritime law or whatever. Was the cruise line actually shutting them <coughs> down or simply making recommendations? No, so what is their role? The, the CDC was saying you can't reopen unless okay. this is in place. I mean, they were requiring it. Okay. Well, that's different. I've, I've always thought the CDC's job was simply to educate and inform and make recommendations to those who had the authority. They had, well, you know, a lot of influence. Yeah. But, Hence the ruling, they right. overstepped their, their bound. Right. Yeah. A federal judge gave Florida Governor Ron DeSantis a win for now, saying the CDC overstepped its authority in requiring vaccines on cruises and that Florida is highly likely to prevail. That's uh, ABC News. So the question is, where else? Because now, does this, if the CDC overstepped its boundaries, federally i get that does this am i mixing apples and oranges because i have to assume there's other lawsuits taking place i don't think the media is covering them about other entities that again where you, even you looked at new york they wanted to take away cuomo's mm-hmm. uh what was it uh, uh what's the word um executive orders of the powers there as well some floridians of uh, florida reps have talked about that uh in other words if there's another pandemic do they have the right to have these executive orders the shutdowns things well i, I and that's I think that there's so much that's reopened that right now those challenges are going to be moot. The question is, is what are they going to, what are, where are they going to exercise this power? And, you know, we've talked about this and I know I'm sidestepping the subject just a little bit. The second amendment is straight in there. The gun violence, they're already using the word pandemic. Mm, I'm really worried about how the CDC responds to that issue. Well, Obama officials called it a pandemic, remember? Some of the Obama officials back then said it was a health crisis. Well, you saw, you know, Cuomo. I think yesterday or two days yeah. ago, the the, the 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 gun restriction legislation that's going through. Um, you know, you get the CDC involved in something like that. That's where you're going to see a lot of lawsuits. Yesterday, we covered. I think we got a story out this coming out next week. Um, this and other polls on FloridaDaily.com that the the majority out there said um, that hey, you know, almost fifty percent. It was a plurality. That uh, they say that Biden hasn't properly handled the situation of crime. It, first off, this is big city mayors and other things. I don't blame Biden for all that, but I think if he did come out and at least do something about it, maybe it's the optics. Having said this, fifty-one percent of that ABC News poll said that if you just that they only support the the enforcement of stricter gun control, that they may help out against crime. And the reason why I said fifty-one percent to me, those not that number's low. Usually, those numbers would be. Hey, we support more gun control, 59, 60, 64%. I wonder if the argument is, wait a second. We've seen these, these guys, these guys have been busted before. This has got nothing to do with crime. I thought that number was very low for the supporting of gun control measures to be stricter at 51%. Well, in the last year and a half, we've also been in a different environment, right? You've seen, whether it's right or left, you've seen riots, you've seen, you know, lawlessness. 
you know, people have a sense of I need to protect myself and my own. So I think there's a lot of that mindset now that are going to affect those numbers. <coughs> I think I think a, sh- a school shooting, for instance, would quickly change that around. You know, the media switched gears a little bit. On quickly, the mass, I got to get, I gotta get yeah, going. They switched gears on this mass shooting. You know, it went from not reporting a lot of what you see in the black communities because they were afraid to make it look like a black crime. <coughs> um, now they're just reporting everything as mass shootings. So I think. It's it's how that's how that's approached. They're trying to influence this. It's a big city. All right, I gotta yeah. get going. All right, good to see you, Attorney Ron Davis. Thanks for having me, Roger Henderson, Ed Dean. Uh, we got a couple of podcasts ready to go. Go to the website wbob.com. Click on the Ed Dean Extra. Thankful to God every day for the show. I'm gonna get some new bumper music. I gotta work on it today. Anyways, I'm send them to me. I'm going to. <laughs> Thankful to God every day for the show. All of you to tune in. We'll see you tomorrow morning, Friday, beginning at six a.m. to nine a.m. Right here on Talk Radio WBOB. AM 600 WBOB Jacksonville, 101.1 FM W266CX Fruitco. Talk Radio.